I'm pleased to welcome Annie Connolly from Cherry Horse Welfare International. Hello there, Annie. Hi. Thanks very much for joining us and welcome to... Thank uh, you very much. I'm very excited about this, I have to say. Oh, that's great. We always like excited guests. I've always worked in health and fitness um, pretty much my whole my whole career, really. Okay. Um, so that that's what it just naturally lent itself to that. It's what I'd always known. Um, so, the, yeah, that that's where I ended up moving into. OK. And have you always been interested in horses? Absolutely always. I was always the girl that when the ponies were walking down the road outside past my house, I would run every time to the window and just gaze out at the windows at the horses I've always I don't know I can't I was born in the year of the horse um and I cannot tell you what it is about them I've I've had the most unbelievable connection to them as far back as I can remember yeah right and so when you're in Romania and you saw all these suffering horses you saw 20,000 horses in a 10 mile radius and only one equine vet so you were so horrified by this what did you do yeah, um, so I was out on a on a mission with dogs um, because I got involved with rescuing dogs from Romania and working a little bit with some of the rescues out there. And it was whilst I was there, it was obviously incredibly apparent to me that um, that there was um, yeah, there's an uh, an issue with the dogs, but what what on earth is going on with the horses? Um, it was it was sites that I'd certainly never seen before. It was sites that I kind of presumed, even though Romania is a fairly poor country, still I considered it to be at least a developed country um, and just didn't think that things like this would happen and and I would see things like this. Um, So I had a meeting whilst I was out there with with a charity that I'd gone out to see because I was going to collaborate with another dog project with them. And they had a, a horse section to their um to the to the dog charity and and I, I was just talking to them about what they do and how can we develop this and can I be involved and that it was from there that cherry morphed really um so I realized that there's a lot of, of with horses it's very difficult you kind of almost have to go to them um so that's where the where the outreach program was born and I, sadly I lost my I rescued an ex-race horse called cherry Yes, can we hear a bit a bit, bit about her, please? Uh, so yeah, so, yes, back so, to the UK. And what made you buy her? Right. Well, I I bought her before. So before I'd gone out to Romania, I'd bought her, and I I wasn't very well. I developed. I I've got an autoimmune condition, and at the time it was undiagnosed, and I wasn't exactly sure what was wrong with me. And I had this overwhelming feeling that I actually wasn't going to make it. I thought I was going to die. Oh dear. And, and and I'd always had this thing of oh one day I'm going to get a horse. One day I'm going to get a horse. And when you're sort of faced with something like that, you think, well, when is this day going to come? All we have is now. We don't have, there's no other time, you know? And I went out and bought the most inappropriate horse you could you could ever imagine. I wasn't amazing at riding. Um, and I went and rescued an, ex, an ex-race horse. And that's where I learned about um, the realities of, of horse racing as well. And so I bought her and um, she had lots of issues and lots of problems as she, you know, she was not in great shape but um yes and she she said she'd been overhorsed could you explain what you mean by that oh me overhorsed yeah i so she was too much for my ability so i at the time i wasn't brave i wasn't a great rider um i didn't really understand necessarily how to bring a horse on or how to work with a horse i just 
at that time I was treating almost like a dog really um which you can't you know I just thought had her really as as a bit of a pet but we taught each other so she taught me um I applied certain things to her, which I picked up and learned along the way. And, and I, I learned all about her, about her characteristics. And we learned and we grew together. And she's made me into, I'm pretty okay now with, with, with horses. I'm, I, I pretty much, she, let's just say she's made me a reasonable horse person. And um, yes, because, yeah, she, um, because when you got her, people said to said to said to you that she was dangerous and would end up killing killing you. So how that, did you develop? How did you manage to develop a bond with her? That's absolutely correct, and that's another thing that led me to to, to develop the the charity was the, the the frivolous nature within the horse world and within the horse community. She was considered dangerous because she didn't comply. So the first, it, it seemed nothing to them to turn around to me, who loved her, and said, you need to shoot it. That's, I kept being oh, told that all the time. Shoot it. And this was terminology. This was, this. I just, I wasn't ever, I didn't realise that this kind of thing went on. And, you know, and... Um, I she ended up actually breaking her leg and again after that we, there was a very difficult decision to make do I have her put to sleep or do I try get her better and I um we decided to do everything we could and we got her better and it was actually during that you know me nearly losing her that made me realize I absolutely love this horse there is so much to her she gives everything and she's got this will and desire to live and she's got this will and desire to please me. I just need to understand her. So it was rehabilitating her through her injury that where our bond just became something I will I will always be grateful for. And sadly, uh, she passed on. Um, and then you made her a promise that you would help other horses. When was that? So in 2018, um, I, I just literally just come back from Romania and yeah, she collected and <clears throat> there was nothing at all we could do um, at all. And uh, the decision had to be made to have her put to sleep. And uh, the vets uh, sort of suggested that I shouldn't be there because it's quite, it's not the nicest of things, but I made a promise to her that I would be there for her you know, right to the very end. And she literally was in my arms and it was just before, um, she, you know, the, the injection kind of went in. I just I just stroked her head and I just said to her, thanked her for everything she'd done for me. She taught me so much and just said that, you know, she, her life and everything she's gone through has taught me so much. Um, and it none of it, she hasn't suffered in vain. And I just said to her, I'm going to do as much as I can and I'm going to save as many horses as I possibly can and reduce the suffering to as many horses as I can in that's, your name. That's, that's fantastic. Yes, that's fantastic. And of course, that's what you've ended up doing. You set up the Cherry Horse Welfare International, yeah, which helps neglected horses in Romania and the overbreeding of thoroughbred racehorses. Can you tell us a bit about it then? Yes. Yeah, so the UK arm of it. So the 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 um trying to reduce or, or or trying to work with the racing industry we haven't I haven't managed to get that necessarily off the ground as yet that's something because of cherry that's something I want to go into but it's I'm finding that quite difficult but the UK arm is 
where at the moment, because it's taken a little bit of a shift because of COVID, I've kind, I'm trying to develop a food bank type system for over here in the UK to be able to, di- so that horses aren't suffering long-term for a potential short-term problem. So unfortunately we're seeing an awful lot of horses at the moment being seriously neglected um, and ending up in dreadful, horrible situations because their owners simply don't have the funds or the money right here and right now to be able to take care of them properly. So my outreach programme, which runs out in Romania, I'm, I think we need something over here in the UK very, very similar. And that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to um, get up and running here, too. Excellent. And how can less listeners help the charity? So at the moment, they can help by if they go onto my website, which um, I'll give you in a second. Um, there's a you can donate. And as always, projects going on. I'm always it's the outreach program in Romania is is running constantly. There's always horses out there needing our help. Um, or in here in the UK at the moment, um, I've just done a winter rug collection. So it's a nationwide collection of horse rugs, which I'm currently just boxing up and um, packaging up and sending out to Romania for the working horses in Romania um, and also some of the rescue horses as well so that they've got some kind of, of shelter because over in Romania they don't have rugs like we have here they don't have that most the majority of them don't have stabling um, and the temperatures can go down to when I was there we it was down to something like ridiculous like minus 20 um, so I'm, I'm packaging up rugs so if anybody's got any head collars, rugs, um, lead ropes, anything like that at all, spare, hanging around, then get in touch with me. My email is on my website and then I will arrange collection and then I will get it shipped out to Romania for my project. And I cannot tell you how useful and how important that is. That makes, and my main aim was suffering to reduce suffering and things like this that's what they do it helps to make their lives just that little bit easier that's fantastic annie well thank you so much for coming in and telling us all about that would you like to give us your website details please so that people can get more information yep sure so my website is www.cherryhorsewelfareinternational.org and there's everything on there little bits and pieces of, of of what we've done what what we're doing and then a contact me and anybody that thinks they can help or has you know uh, or would like to be involved in any way please contact me um and um because sometimes those that um want to help with animal welfare sometimes feel a little bit lost um and i've been there so contact me and you can happily be involved and and we can make a difference brilliant thank you so much annie Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. And thank you very much. That was Annie Connolly from Cherry Horse Welfare International.